Welcome and thank you for joining us for the NABIP Healthcare Happy Hour, the official podcast of the National Association of Benefits and Insurance Professionals. Before we begin, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The podcast is distributed on these platforms every Friday and is included in NABIP's weekly member-exclusive health policy newsletter, The Washington Update, giving you a head start on your healthcare happy hour. As we have already discussed a few times on the Healthcare Happy Hour podcast, we are in the midst of what is being referred to as the Medicaid unwinding, where tens of millions of Medicaid beneficiaries are having their eligibility redetermined. CMS estimates that nearly 15 million individuals are poised to lose coverage over the next 12 to 14 months following the end of a major public health emergency flexibility and many of those beneficiaries will be looking for new coverage in the individual market. On this week's episode of the Healthcare Happy Hour, I am joined by special guest and member of NABIP's Legislative Council, Joshua Brooker, to talk about the unwinding period from the agent's perspective. So, hi Josh, and welcome to the Healthcare Happy Hour podcast. Before we continue, would you mind introducing yourself and talking a bit about what you do for our listeners who are not aware? Absolutely. Thank you guys for letting me be here today and give a little bit more perspective on the unwinding and where we fit in. So in the simplest terms, I oversee three organizations. We're focused on the 160 million individuals who don't have employer-based coverage. PA Health Advocates is my agency based in Pennsylvania, where we serve clients in 12 states. Helping Health, which is a nonprofit we started during the pandemic, specifically focused on Medicaid and CHIP when our self-employed clients lost coverage or lost the ability to operate during the early stages of the pandemic, and SNAP Health, which is a tech startup focused on helping consumers and brokers with tools from coverage to care. Outside of those three organizations, I also am on the Legislative Council at NABIP and the Quality and Price Working Group. I also work with stakeholder groups at CMS or healthcare.gov and Penny for my state's exchange. Let's talk a bit about the Medicaid unwinding. So each state is allowed by CMS to deal with the unwinding period a little differently. Would you mind going into detail on what the Medicaid unwinding is So I'd start by saying there's a lot of conversation around public health emergency and unwinding. So specifically, we're talking about the individual market, and we're we're talking about Medicaid in, in this particular case. Medicaid, during the pandemic, consumers that lost coverage through an employer, lost a job due to layoffs, or had some other kind of life event would have been eligible for Medicaid and over the last three years have kind of been kept in place regardless of any life changes. So the unwinding has been a long time discussion with a bunch of different stakeholders really around 
how do we redetermine when the pandemic is over where individuals wind up? And the data that I've been looking at, we have about 18 million people in total, where 9 million are likely to wind up back on an employer plan. About a million will wind up in an individual market plan and various other places between chip, low cost chip, alternative or ancillary plans, faith-based options or uninsured. The question is really at this point, where will everyone shake out? I usually explain it with the analogy of Plinko. We don't know where all the balls are going to fall or the chips are going to fall, but we know they're going to. And the good part I can say on the conversations that I've had with CMS is the team that we met with in February said, this isn't an all hands-on, this is an all government-on approach, which they've been planning for for a very long time to reevaluate where people should be and get them out of the Medicaid system if that's not where they belong. The unwinding is a period that started April 1st and will go through March 31st of 2024 that they will redetermine if someone is eligible for coverage and move them out of the system systematically. So if you go back to what you were saying about states, in red states, we're more so seeing an expedite of that redetermination process, that it could be under in about six months time that they do a redetermination. And in more blue states, we're seeing that they're taking the full 12 months to redetermine. And basically what that means is for people that are in Medicaid on an annual basis, they're normally determined eligible or ineligible based upon income. And for April, in blue states, they're tending to look at people that have their annual renewal in April, determining if they're eligible, keeping those who are, and pushing those who aren't out to another plan. And for states that are opting for that six-month timeline, right now they're looking at April and May renewals, and then they'll move on in May to look at June, July renewals, so on and so forth. So it's really a process of trying to get people where they belong and what the government can do directly, especially when you look at healthcare.gov or you look at states that have a state-based exchange, what they can do is do a handoff that if they're found ineligible, they get handed off to the individual market and it's up to them to take a plan through work if that's there and afforded to them. But if they don't, or if they don't have that as an option, the next path of least resistance is to hand it to another government system that can follow up and make sure that the amount of people that are uninsured is as small as possible. So there's red states and blue states. On average, they're approaching this differently in the way that you just described. So I'm curious, you're based in Pennsylvania, which is actually a notoriously purple state. So I'm curious what the process is looking like in Pennsylvania specifically. So in Pennsylvania, we are taking a 12-month approach, and they're starting with April individuals right now. 
we did do a webinar for Pennsylvania specifically. One of the benefits of the government having a lead time and really the federal government looking to states to define their own path is that there are a lot of tools online that make the process smoother. Specifically in Pennsylvania, not only do we have a website that gives all stakeholders an idea of the unwinding, but they also have a website of every email, every text, every letter that they're going to be sending to a consumer. So if consumers are aware that those resources are available to look, then not only are we helping inform individuals, but we're also reducing the the risk of any type of fraud or mishandling of the household. Great. So obviously you've been dealing with the issue of the Medicaid unwinding head on for several months. So are you seeing this massive influx of new clients looking for coverage and existing clients in need of greater assistance? What does it look like right now from your perspective? So we're seeing a mix of both. We have plenty of clients we assisted with a Medicaid enrollment who are now coming back and asking what's next or what's the unwinding or what do I need to do? We also have several people who have reached out knowing that they will be falling out of the Medicaid system. But ultimately, as people begin getting their denials, they will start calling. Unfortunately, Medicaid information tends to be a bit boring to anyone outside of the industry. So many people who are currently on Medicaid may be unaware that this unwinding is happening until they get the letter. Do you have any advice to other agents and brokers who are listening who will be helping these populations as well? Yes. So first, I encourage anyone looking to support their state to learn what the state plans to do. A quick search online for the Georgetown University Unwinding Tracker gives a Google Sheet with a compiled list of links for every state and their plan of attack during the unwinding. So knowing what the state is doing makes you a resource in the community. From there, be mentally prepared for the influx outside of the open enrollment and be patient. In our state specifically, currently we have three and a half million people that are on Medicaid. Normally prior to the pandemic, it floated around a million people. And they're projecting about 250,000 people a month being redetermined out of the system. Out of those 250,000 that are being moved out of the system, 46,000 are likely to wind up in the individual market. And again, if half of them wind up in the employer market, both individual brokers are going to be very busy with helping new clients and group brokers are going to be very busy with QLEs. As a broker, we know as well as anyone that dealing with government agencies for Medicaid coverage can be a painful process but we're here to help lift some of that pressure off of the consumers as brokers. Specifically, we have a unique knowledge of the situation and can prepare them for steps to come. So for these beneficiaries who maybe found any correspondence about Medicaid a little too boring, obviously the best time for them to update their contact information with the state and all of that was before April 1st. But what can folks do today to ensure that they get the proper coverage? So 
we have had a conversation with a number of different stakeholders, especially at the beneficiary end, where they have said to us when their renewals have come up over the last six months, don't worry, you're going to continue to be covered until the unwinding has happened. So they've been coached leading up to each instance that we think the unwinding is going to end. But the way they've been coached is that everyone will be covered until April. So it is common to think that we've passed April 1st and now everyone needs to do something. And if they didn't already, they're out and they're stuck. The reality is it's not too late for them to update their information in the system because we're going to be reassessing month after month over time. Anyone after an April renewal date still has time to update their household information, to call their county assistance office or their Department of Health, depending on the state and how it's structured. Make sure that it is up to date. Make sure that you follow up in a few days that it that what was submitted, an updated address or, or email or phone number was actually applied to the system. We make such a big deal about updating the data because of the fact that we've had three years of people being re-evaluated and regardless of circumstances being renewed. That also means the year prior to the pandemic, those people that at the 12-month renewal date of their, their Medicaid coverage, they did have the same opportunity to stay in the plan regardless of eligibility. So in some cases, we're actually looking at people that, is it possible in the last four years, they updated their address, updated their phone number, or changed an email. It is so crucial that you at least make sure that information is up to date because of the fact, if it's wrong, and those notices aren't being sent to you, the moment that you find out you lost coverage is the moment you're in a doctor's office trying to use your coverage. And we don't want you to get to that point. One of the other things that is important to know is that the federal government is establishing a special enrollment period that basically starts when you notify the government that you lost Medicaid. So with Medicaid today, prior to this new rule, if you lose Medicaid, you have 60 days to enroll in a plan. And what the government did is they established a new rule that if you lose coverage through Medicaid, if you walk into that doctor's office and you hand them your card and you're not covered, you have 60 days from when you go into healthcare.gov and you start the process of notifying them that you lost coverage. You have 60 days from that point to enroll on a plan. So it's not the event of losing coverage, it's the event of notice, which is supposed to give more people the ability to enroll over the next 12 months and give them access. It is now time for the NABIP Healthcare Happy Hour Toast of the Week. So Josh, who are we toasting to this week? So I'd like to make a toast to Jeff Grant. He is the head of operations at CMS Sasayo, and he is supporting 
a lot of the behind the scenes movement related to the unwinding. Cheers. Thank you for joining us for NAPIP's Healthcare Happy Hour, the official podcast of the National Association of Benefits and Insurance Professionals. For more information on NABIP's government affairs efforts or to become a member, visit nabip.org.